0: you can just go for one drink and then you know you've ticked the box and then you can go and like sometimes I do do that you just have to like Mm. sneak out so you know I'm just popping to the toilet and then you're off on the tube home (laughs) (laughs) that's a trick everyone (laughs) yeah take note that is how you get through the working world
1: (laughs) I I got lost on the way to the toilet and ended up (laughs) In my bed. (laughs) (laughs) Hello everyone and welcome to Working It Out. I'm your host, Emily, and I hope everyone is doing well this week. I am very excited to have this guest with me today. She is very hardworking and one of the few people who just always seems to be loving her job. Um, Not many complaints, I would say. So it'll be good to get her perspective on things. So please welcome my friend, Francesca. Hi, thank you for having me. You're so welcome. Thanks for being here. It's a pleasure. I'm excited. (laughs) Me too, me too. Um, So we're going to dive straight in. And um, I want to know what you wanted to be when you were younger
0: i think when i was really young i actually wanted to be a doctor which maybe it's just one of those jobs when you're little everyone says they're gonna be Mm. um but i'm actually really queasy and hate blood (laughs) hate all of that stuff so quite quickly learned that that probably wasn't the career path for me um and then i think when i was at school i kind of then knew I was going to go into something a bit more like maths-y, economics-y, not as fun as being a doctor by the sounds of it. <laughs> and what do you do now? I am on a graduate scheme at a property a property company, um, doing commercial property. Nice. And how long have you been doing that for? Um, I started in at the end of September. So less than a year now, um, but I'm on a two year graduate scheme um, in which I do four rotations of six months. So I get experience in different teams. Mm. And then after two years, I take a qualification um, to qualify as a chartered surveyor.
1: Check you out. Since you've been working for almost a year now, what has been the thing that you've found to be the most challenging? I think for me that
0: it was just such an adjustment. So the year before I started work, I was doing a masters, which I needed in order to apply for these jobs. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, which obviously was really intense and really hard work, but I then had, you know, like a two month summer like we always do um, when we're studying. Mm -hmm. So it kind of going from chilling out basically um, for (laughs) two months to full time work. I, yeah, it was just such a big, kind of shock to the system Mm. so yeah just found the adjustment there quite difficult really
1: Mm. well it's such an important topic because i think it's something that people people struggle to deal with a kind of work-life balance all throughout their careers Mm -hmm. um but i think it's particularly as you say, like a shock to the system when you are first starting out in the working world because you are going from that sort of lifestyle of being an education, being a student and then going into full-time employment. So um mm-hmm. yeah, it's particularly, particularly bad at this stage of life. And I did a little bit of research <laughs> and um on the mental health foundation website um they published an article that said that the pressure of an increasingly demanding work culture in the uk is perhaps the biggest um challenge to the mental health of the general population so obviously Mm -hmm. people have it to different degrees
0: but ultimately it is something that does really affect people no definitely and I think especially when you first start out you are so keen to impress you're so keen to show willingness and that you're hard working and it is so easy to it's like the little office game when you're sitting there and you don't want to leave before anyone else in your team mm. or your like your line manager or your boss, even though it might be six thirty, it might be seven, it might be seven thirty, but they might have something to work on. And you, you, it's, it's ridiculous, but you almost feel guilty for leaving before others because you think, you know, I have to prove that I, you know, want to be here and I want to work. Um, so it's yeah, it's definitely definitely a thing that happens so much I think probably in all industries Mm. um and yeah it is important not to get too caught up in that and hopefully you know I, I think I'm quite lucky that the firm that I'm at they it's not that type of kind of mentality isn't that present and I'll have I've had so on so many occasions like someone I'm doing work for that day or my line manager or something just turn around and be like like why are you still here like please go home like you don't mm. need to be here this time <laughs> if it's you know if it's getting late and it's it's ridiculous because you should be able to just get up and leave but you do feel that you you do just want someone to say look you know it's a Friday evening like please go home this isn't uh this isn't as urgent you know for you to be here till then um because yeah. I think it is yeah it's definitely easy to feel like obliged to work all the hours whilst your other like, other members of your team are there but um it's just not it's not sustainable and it's not fun really <laughs> you're so right I've definitely
1: been in situations where I've just been like kind of waiting and then the minute someone says oh you should go home you're like okay <laughs> yeah so <laughs> like, you don't have to ask me twice. yeah literally and the reason I think this is more a problem for people when they're first starting work is because you do go from like if you're coming up from school you go from finishing your day at 4 p.m um Mm. and then having those long summer holidays christmas holidays and then and i think it's actually even worse when you come out of uni because um obviously it depends on your course like if you're studying medicine um then you know it's more like a nine to five type schedule but if you're doing most other courses it's like a couple of hours a week um very sociable um you have super long holidays and yeah and I think that is where it's just such a shock to the system because then you're literally thrown into a nine to five or in your case like an eight to seven plus like you're commuting on either end Mm. um and you do realize like I don't have all that time anymore
0: Uh uh-huh no I definitely agree I do think obviously uni is great for so many reasons but (laughs) it does not prepare you for the the real world in like a lot of ways I think um you know even if you hadn't nine o'clock lectures or something a most people would just sleep through them (laughs) and like it's and it's not even saying oh I missed all my lectures but it's having the option to miss them Mm -hmm. and then like when you start work (laughs) no that alarm goes off at 6 30 every day and you have to get up you Mm -hmm. have to get on the tube and you have to go and like do your day's work um so yeah it is definitely it's just such a big change and it's kind of working to other people people's demands whereas obviously at uni you kind of just do what you want when you want um and you're just like totally in control aren't you um but yeah it's all very different when you start working I think
1: (laughs) exactly and I also think at school and at uni obviously you have like work to do you have essays to write whatever but as you say it's very much to your schedule um Mm -hmm you kind of plan when the work is done and when it works for you but Mm -hmm. as well as when you're working as well as being in the office for the office hours there's also like the expectation that when you go home you're going to check your emails um on the weekend you're going to check your emails you're gonna you might have a work laptop that you're expected to take home so there's kind of not as much of a separation um Mm -hmm. and with you I always laugh because whenever you go anywhere or literally wherever we go you always take your work phone with you which I think is (laughs) so funny um and it's not like because very occasionally I'll take my work phone um and but it stays firmly in my bag. But with you, yours is like on you. Got it on the table, haven't I? Ready to go. (laughs) It's there as much as like your normal phone is. (laughs) So Um, have you found it hard to like separate work from normal life?
0: um, I think, to be fair, at my... Stage obviously being very junior in the role I'm in, I you know, probably have worked on the weekend twice just to finish something that was like super urgent for my boss. Um, but yeah, I am lucky, and I, I that's not normally something that I do, um, and I'm or I'm expected to do. Um, but yeah, I think it could be me being like overconscious and being wanting to be on my like have my work phone there for example during the week after work um because yeah for my bosses for you know the partners in the firm there it doesn't stop for them they'll be there they'll email you through the whole weekend on sunday night sunday morning asking you to do things and you kind of have to just like gauge from your team like what the expectations actually are so if i get something on a saturday morning or a sunday am i expected to do it or is that like, you know, it's a Monday morning thing, add it to your list, et cetera. Um, So yeah, I'm quite lucky that it's not, you know, if they send me things, it's just to go on my list kind of for the next week, normally. Um, But yeah, I guess in the week when I, stuff like that, there can be things that, um, you know, your boss might say, if I've sent a piece of work, they might want me to adjust something, or to, you know, they want something to add it in, or to review something else on it. And maybe that's me being like, you know, being a bit of a stress head, but like wanting to see it straight away. Um, Because I guess, yeah, you just kind of want to make sure what you're producing is what they want. Um, Mm. So yeah, it's not, I I haven't found it like that bad to disconnect though, to be fair. Um, But I think that will change with every industry and like depending on who your team are and what Mm. they're like. And yeah, just what they kind of expect of you. So it's really important to initially establish that. Um, But also, like, hopefully it won't be ridiculous in that they want you to, you know, write a report on a Saturday morning (laughs) because no, thank you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's interesting that even though you, which I think is a really good thing to do, even though you established what the expectation is at the very beginning, it's interesting that you still feel the need to like if something comes in on a friday night or wherever you still feel the need to like check it straight away because you (laughs) you have your work phone there so like you're allowing yourself to do that um
0: why do you think Mm. it is that you it's just that fear isn't it it's just total fear (laughs) (laughs) i think because if i so i always take my yeah, always, i take take my work laptop home with me. So, like, if I'd submitted something to my boss and, like, they wanted to talk out to a client and it could be something so basic, like, I've missed off, like, a number or just something is wrong that it would be really simple for me to change. Like, I I know that they would never expect me to, like, go home on a Wednesday and work all the hours of the night to get something done. But, like, if if there was something that I needed to do or respond to or... You know, that was like relatively time sensitive. Um, I would I would just like hate to be in a position where I was like, oh, well, sorry, I didn't see your email come in. And my boss would be like, oh, but you know, you've got to work phone, that's what it's for. <laughs> you know, it's just that fear, isn't it? But I recognize because I'm obviously like pretty new that you don't, you just want to be like there, at their beck and call, really. <laughs> <laughs> see, I, t- I said at the beginning, hard working. <laughs> emily's giving me looks like no that is wrong (laughs) (laughs) no i think obviously it's so good
1: and when you're new and when you're starting out you want to prove that you are willing you are Mm -hmm. there for them you can be relied upon um and you know you want to make a good impression and it's not just about doing the expected things it's also about doing more so I Mm -hmm. think that's you know that's really normal to have that mindset and it's that's amazing um but I think you can understand why people sometimes find it difficult to switch off Mm -hmm. um and when I was thinking about you and your the work culture that's specific to your industry and I'm sure this is the case for lots of other industries um i feel like it's not just work there's also you always have like work drinks which aren't like work drinks in the sense of like going to the weather down the road on a friday they're like they're always like work drinks for the purpose of like networking um making contacts within the industry i feel like that seems to be what the property industry is like um so you might have left the office but the minute you go to a work event that's still work so how how do you balance those on top of the normal work time
0: yeah i definitely think in the property industry um a lot of it is about you know being sociable make like you say making contacts forming relationships and especially when you start it's drummed into you from everyone you meet that's more senior they you know they push it upon you in terms of kind of like after work drinks and these networking things and even if they seem more casual of you know it might be one of my friends in the office saying oh you know I'm actually going for a drink with a few people who he knows well but they're all in the industry like it's Mm. the type of thing that I will say I I would prioritize because Mm. it's a, like, it's not going to be boring chat about, like, oh, awful to say boring about the economy, but do you know what I mean? There's not going to be <laughs> really serious conversation. Like, they're just normal people. It, it would be a nice evening, but it is genuinely really important f- for my job and my future career that I do spend time and do these things now. Mm. Um, so I think probably more, yeah, more than most industries, that type of, um, yeah, like, arrangement or event they do come up more, but it just depends what you want from it. Like, I am happy to kind of spend my time doing that because I know it's, I mean, A, I enjoy it more than anything else, but B, it is important for myself, like going forward.
1: Mm. Definitely important. And I think, yeah, you you can kind of see the worth in it, but I can definitely imagine if you've had a long day um, <laughs> and and then you it's like home time but you still have to go and do more work that is mm. masked with like work <laughs> drinks like sounds fun but it's actually like yeah <laughs> more work how do you kind of like pick yourself up and be like okay just gotta do it and almost like reboot yourself for more work after you're <laughs> switching off from <laughs> from the day
0: I think more often than not it's uh it's one of those things where you're just like once you're committed you have to go when it's kind of semi-work related there's obviously just way more of an obligation there's just no choice you've just got to do it haven't you um but I am sometimes guilty of saying like okay come on Jessica just you can just go for one drink and then you know you've ticked the box and then you can go and like Sometimes I do do that. You just have to like mm. sneak out, so you know I'm just popping to the toilet, and then you're off on the tube <laughs> home. <laughs> That's a trick, everyone. <laughs> yeah, take note. That is how you get through the working world.
1: <laughs> I I got lost on the way to the toilet yeah. and ended up <laughs> in my bed. <laughs> Amazing! I like that one. <laughs> and just kind of thinking of other elements to general life that mm-hmm. one has to kind of factor in and consider when thinking about your kind of work life balance and obviously you know that you think of spending time with family and you've got a massive family so <laughs> i feel like you every day or every weekend you have some sort of someone's birthday some sort of event <laughs>
0: yeah i think i now in lockdown have realized that i if weirdly enough obviously because i live with my family still i wasn't i didn't actually get to see them very much Mm. um and like you say i have a big family we're super close and you know yeah normally we do a lot together um and my i would get the classic line from my parents being like you treat this place like a hotel like you need to spend time with us and i was a bit like guys I live with you. Chill out. Like I see you the whole time. And they're like, no, we don't actually see you. Mm. Um, so I think it is easy to get caught up in whatever it might be seeing your friends, you know, working late or yeah, socializing with work and stuff like that, that, um, you don't, because your family are kind of always there, you don't actually carve out time for them. Mm. Um, and I think, being in lockdown obviously spending like every day together which obviously is not real life the other Um, extreme the other extreme um but yeah it has definitely 100% made me realize that even if it's like one night in the week just saying you know you know organizing with your parents and whoever might be around or whatever like let's have dinner together on Tuesday night or something Mm. like we never did that that's so important like to mm-hmm. make sure you are having like family time and yeah keeping that up because it is easy to just put it to the side a bit because you know they're always there but mm-hmm. um that's not really quality time is it kind of flying in flying out before and after work
1: yeah it's really easy to kind of forget to spend time with the people that you live with and I know that sounds ridiculous Mm -hmm. but I do think that is a thing like whether it's family or partner or housemates um Mm -hmm. I think you feel like you're spending time with them because you might see their face every morning or every evening but as you Mm -hmm. say it's not always quality time and actually making an effort to schedule a dinner together or a you know something on the weekend or whatever it might be that makes a big difference to just what's the phrase like being passing ships in the night Mm -hmm. um and yeah because obviously you live there you feel like you're spending time there but actually are you spending time with those people probably not if you're super busy so i think that is an easy element to forget about and
0: neglect Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, I think when you are starting work, it's actually a really good idea and so important to just kind of clarify with yourself, you know, once you've settled into your job and it's kind of calmed down, so the first few weeks are always pretty manic and you can't really avoid that. Um, But after that, it is really important to just establish what's important to you, what routines you want to keep up, what time you want, because otherwise you can just get sucked into like you say, running from A to B and not actually taking off things that might be on your personal list. So you might be having fun and seeing people you want to see and going out and stuff. But in terms of your kind of the sustainability of that lifestyle, um, Mm. it is really, yeah, it's crucial to have some time kind of for yourself and think about what you actually want to do.
1: I think so. Another thing that, has always been really important to me, and I feel like not that many people are like this.
0: I feel like you're not really. This is something where we differ. Is... Oh, we're gonna I say. I just,
1: I just love having time to myself.
0: I knew you're gonna say me time. You love me time. To I be
1: there. love like being <laughs> on my own.
0: Some people think that's so weird. Um, (laughs) it's not weird a lot no a lot of people are like that um probably everyone is like a little bit like that I guess
1: you need it I do feel like I need it and I reckon that is one of the things that people find easiest to leave out when they Mm -hmm. when they're kind of going through what things they need to do in the week because it's not something that you've scheduled with some with someone else. No one else is relying mm-hmm. on you. You don't feel like you have to do it. When I don't have that, I I kind of resent myself for not giving mm-hmm. myself that time. Yeah. And, But you said that you found, since lockdown and since having more time, you've kind of... Have you started to value that, having time for yourself a bit more?
0: I think... I yeah like you say I don't really need my me time as much um probably as most people um just because I'd rather probably rather be I think it's maybe because I'm from such a big family they're like you don't actually get any me time (laughs) like if you're chilling like in comes the sister in comes your dad here comes your brother like it's just so I feel like I've grown up in a house that's always been so busy and so manic that like I've never actually do I mean really needed um time completely by myself so i'm not really used to it Mm. Um, but i think it's it's just important to recognize if you are a person that needs your me time um like you say just to make sure you do find the time for that because otherwise you're gonna you you're fundamentally you're not gonna you know be happy and you you will like you say start resenting yourself um and just be frustrated at things that probably wouldn't normally annoy you or whatever Mm. um but no, it is. It's obviously. I can even appreciate it. It's really nice to have some downtime. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, I've. When I first started working, I I got really stressed by after work plan, like midweek plans. Mm. Um, I don't know if other people have found that, but I like only very very recently, and I've been working for two years now. Only very recently have I accepted midweek plans as a thing <laughs> genuinely you're so I know
0: I know you'd be like, no, no, I've been working I can't possibly see evening. It's okay well, I don't <laughs> even work long hours so it's so funny no but it's so fair enough because it is it is exhausting like obviously working <laughs> it's like the early mornings it's mm. all again the next day mm. um and sometimes yeah you just want to go home chill yeah, you don't want to be having late nights all the whole time, so I get
1: that. <laughs> yeah, I remember quite recently I went um out for dinner with friends, and I said, "Guys, you should feel really honoured because I never do midweek plans," <laughs> and they were all just like, "What on earth?" <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know. I think, to be honest, since being able to factor in after work plans, I have, <laughs> I have enjoyed it more because it's like it's something to look forward to in the week mm-hmm. um if say you're having like not a great day at work or you're a bit stressed or whatever yeah I enjoy having that time to myself but also it is quite nice to just like unwind with friends or with family and just kind of switch off from everything so I've definitely I, de- I always enjoy the after work plans it's just the idea oh, I just of them just say that no, the idea of it just stresses me out. But then once I'm there, I'm absolutely fine. Um, yeah, exactly. And then i found that if you're not doing plans in the week, then there's, like, so much value is placed on the weekend.
0: Yeah, it's true. The weekends fly by when you start working, don't they? Oh, my God. <laughs> Honestly. So many things to do.
1: That's the thing. So maybe... Yeah. Maybe it is better to do the odd thing in the week so that your weekends aren't so, like, jam-packed.
0: Yeah, it is true. And it is definitely, I totally agree, it's just something to look forward to, isn't it? Mm. Um, yeah, if you're having a bad day, then you've got someone to kind of brighten up, I guess, hopefully. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think one of the reasons why I found it tricky to do midweek things was that, it can be quite difficult to plan because you don't know how your day is going to pan out. You don't know if you are going to have to stay late. And I I'm, I think, feel like you're the same. I'm quite conscious of like letting people down. So I don't want to have to mm-hmm. at 6pm say, oh, I can't come because I've got to stay for a couple more hours. I, f- I think that's... Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, no, I definitely agree. I hate doing that.
1: Yeah. If you're in something that's quite unpredictable, which, as you say when you start out, I think it is quite unpredictable because you're working to other people's time rather than feeling more confident to say, well, I've done this, so I'm going to leave now. Like, Mm -hmm. if you're playing a bit of a waiting game of when you're going to leave or if you've got something to finish off for someone, it's not on your terms. So that is really tricky to plan to do anything afterwards.
0: Yeah, no, I definitely agree. Because you can't be... um, I've had so many times I'll be like looking at the... The little time in the corner of my computer being like i have plans in five minutes but i've just been given work <laughs> oh. but um yeah which is obviously annoying how
1: have you been able to manage that or have you been able to manage that
0: um yeah i think you just kind of have to you know assess your week and you quite normally more often than not i know the workload roughly that i'm gonna yeah have that week um and yeah like if you are gonna be working late also sometimes it's not like too late so you can just push someone back a little bit which like normally is fine if they're in town like they yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so can just like grab a drink or whatever um but yeah no of course it's like inevitable that you are gonna have to cancel and you and like and the, the most important thing is that you can't do everything and you can't please everyone so Sometimes I know you say like oh I don't like flaking on people and bailing but like sometimes you just have to or even if it gets to half seven you kind of have plans but you just are so exhausted and you Mm. need to go and like get an early night like that's also fine because we're only human. (laughs) I'm surprised at you saying that. I'm you're such a wind up I know. (laughs) But it's true, like, you just can't do it all, can you? Like, you can try, which is, you know, <laughs> that's great. But you can't, if you're working, like, you can't feel so awful for counseling or someone like you ha- when it's your job. And especially, like, yeah. like, we were saying before, when you've just started, you, you know, you don't have the confidence to be like, okay, I'll probably just finish this tomorrow. Like, mm. you, you want to sit there and you're going to finish it until, um, like, no matter what time it takes, I guess. Yeah. So. Mm yeah you do have to just accept you can't do it all I think
1: <laughs> so have you found there to be times when you think on, you can't do it all
0: yeah I think I'll feel like that when I'm like if I'm having a really busy week um like I remember I just for a few weeks I think I was just being pulled in so many different directions at work like I don't really have one line manager I kind of work for the whole team and it's very top heavy. So I'll have several different partners asking work, um, asking for work and it will all be like high priority because obviously that's how it normally works. Everyone wants their bit done first kind of thing. Mm. Um, and I was just, yeah, just kind of drowning, to be honest, <laughs> in mm. the week. And just, yeah, like you have to be realistic. I was like, I'm not gonna get any of this done. Mm. Um, well, not any of it but enough of it done in my working hours so I kind of cancelled all my plans um and I left my Friday night plans in because I thought oh like obviously it's a Friday night so that's fine mm-hmm. um and I ended up being in the office till like almost 10 o'clock on a Friday night oh um also some people might listen to that and think like that's not even late but mm-hmm. <laughs> like for me I was a bit yeah. like what is going on here um because the rest of the industry are in the public like you know four or five o'clock on a Friday mm-hmm. um so yeah and I was a bit like oh my god um and especially because Friday night's like it's part of your weekend plans isn't it yeah. um so yeah it definitely does happen that you just think like you just you know something's got to give somewhere yeah I, I really don't like casting on people especially if it's last minute because it's obviously mm. just, like so disruptive to someone else's day mm. um and then like they might have said no to something else to see you etc um but i think like everyone understands everyone's in the same boat everyone's Mm -hmm. trying to juggle so many things um Mm -hmm. so it's just it's just part of life isn't it like it is inevitable i i
1: completely agree i think it's quite important to learn to say no Mm -hmm. and to learn either to turn a plan down or to say look, it's not going to happen tonight. I'm really sorry because, as you say, everyone understands, If particularly if it's people, kind of, your peers who might have also just started out um, at work and everyone goes through it at some point. So I think people are understanding of that. But I hate having to be the one to be like, oh, I can't do it. But... (laughs) <laughs> it's, I think, worse than your for you, like in your mind, and then the other person is always like, "Oh, it's fine," and like, "It's fine."
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so true. I mean, more often than not, they're probably like, "Oh, don't worry, I'll just go and get an early night, and I'll probably love it."
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know, sometimes when you're like just not feeling it, and then the other person cancels, and you're like, "Oh my god, yeah, like, oh, thank God!"
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's not okay. That's, That's really so bad. So
0: funny.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so just thinking about how to move forward um for us and for others and a bit of advice i think as we've said throughout one of the big things which i find really really helpful and which you've said you find helpful is prioritizing and i think mm-hmm. that is the key um and as you move on or move forward or as things change in your life your priorities might change your order of priorities might change um so i think it's important to kind of evaluate every so often as well um but Mm -hmm. i know it sounds silly but like i i love a list like only two yeah Yeah. so (laughs) i think even obviously it's good you can prioritize in your mind but if you literally can make a list of priorities in your life like that is so helpful i think mm-hmm.
0: no i definitely agree and like i love my phone diary before work i never used to use oh, it yeah. and now i like i live because I, also it sounds ridiculous but maybe i'm just super forgetful but like i genuinely forget what plans i've made and like <laughs> what commitments i've made i've just got no idea too so I just no, but you know you're just a bit of a scatterbrain more than anything else <laughs> you just forget like things come up and you're like oh yes you'll sure, see there but like I need to write it down so I live by my diary like everything and like work things as well I'm the same um that's probably what got it into me to be fair because obviously you have like your work calendar um mm. and it's so good it's such a good way to just like organize your time and actually see like what your week's gonna look like and mm you know, do you want it to look like that? Are you doing things you actually want to do? Have I made time for things that, you know, I want to prioritise? Mm. Um, yeah, it's definitely a good a good way to manage your time.
1: Mm. And I think, as you've said, there's kind of levels to it. So there's like things you feel you have to do, which are usually work-related or kind of admin type things. Um, or social things that you have to do i always feel like as you said like events like birthdays um things that yeah uh you feel you have to, to do uh-huh. and then it's things that you enjoy things that you want to do so yeah things that that bring you happiness and enjoyment in your life um which are can sometimes be overlooked and sometimes uh-huh. um i find with plans with social plans i feel like sometimes people can arrange things or go to things because they feel like they have to when they might not want to um i remember there was in my last job there was this girl who always literally like every other day she'd be like oh i've got this thing that i i really don't want to go to or i've got a friend that i really don't want to see but i've I've arranged it, so I have to go. And I would just be like, oh. don't arrange things or don't <laughs> like <laughs> maybe no, I'm just so, so right. Maybe I'm quite black and white with these things on a pretty clash, but um I'm just of the opinion, like don't see people that you don't want to mm-hmm. see. Um because I think especially when you start working and you realise how short a week is you realize that there really isn't that much time like Mm -hmm. why would you (laughs) there are people that you see because you feel like you in speech marks have to see them Mm -hmm. you don't have to
0: like you don't have to and i think yeah i totally get that um i think there's a really fine line between like you said earlier about making plans and not really feeling up to it but then actually having a really nice evening Mm. and then actually just making plans that you just literally black and white don't want to you don't want to do um and it's definitely what you're saying that you just you know your time is quite precious and if you would like how you said before you would prefer to genuinely have me time chill whatever it may be (laughs) rather than see x or go out with y then like that is so okay it's your time you have to spend it like how you want and do like you say like what actually makes you happy because there's just there's no point otherwise because then you're just running around for other people not really for yourself
1: so true and in terms of advice i would maybe say either just don't make the plan in the first place <laughs> if <laughs> if there if there's someone who like you don't really want to see but you feel like you have to like just don't make the plan. You don't you don't have to follow through. Like you, no one no one is forcing you. Um so either just don't make the plan or don't be scared to cancel. As we've said people are really understanding. And I think it's okay to be selfish. Like it's okay to prioritize yourself, your health, your well-being. Um and yeah and and do what what you want to do ultimately
0: yeah I definitely definitely agree and to be honest I think if this lockdown has taught us anything it probably is um yeah about having that me time and finding things that you want to do and you enjoy doing Um, and hopefully like going forward people won't just forget that so quickly Mm. um, myself included so
1: (laughs) (laughs) and it is about finding a bit of a happy medium and I think I was so anxious about midweek plans Mm. but I have found a way to have like one or two midweek plans per week, I've sort of found what works for me. Um, And you know, there might be the odd week where you have more, there might be the odd week where you have less, but find a happy medium and find what works
0: for you. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And just establish with yourself your priorities and how you actually want to spend your time.
1: Mm. And it comes... As with everything, I think it comes with the experience of working. So the more time that you've worked for, you realise how you can manage your workload um, mm-hmm. and you realise you get into a bit more of a routine of um, of what you are able to do. And you probably realise you can't do it all, but as you start to get more comfortable, you realise what you can do and what you can't do and just being realistic i think is what it's all about as well
0: yeah absolutely and with every industry everything is going to be different isn't it you and nobody goes into their job really knowing what to expect to be honest you just Mm -hmm. have to have that i don't know maybe even like a month of real adjustment time you just have to take in um what's like say what's expected of you and what your new routine will be like and then Mm. you have to make it work for you
1: Mm. definitely it's it's all about finding that balance figuring out how it's gonna work um the expectations and and not putting too much pressure on yourself I think Mm -hmm. there's there can be expectations, not just from work, but from, you know, social expectations. So only, you know, what, what you can do.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree. And getting into a routine, that's what I found has really worked for me. Um, not letting the weeks just run away with you, but you, you know, you're planning them and they're how you want them to be. Mm. Um, it's the only way that you'll actually kind of enjoy yourself and also it will help you to enjoy your actual work because you'll just be in a better place for yourself Mm. and be just fundamentally happier um, if you are doing the things that you obviously want to do.
1: Love that. (laughs) Some great words of wisdom thank you so much for that no thanks for having me it's been great (laughs) if you did find it helpful then please do subscribe leave a review give a rating um and tune in for the next episode next week you can also find the podcast on instagram so it's at working it out podcast. So to stay up to date with new episodes coming up, then please do give us a follow and maybe even slide into those DMs if you want to share your work stories um, or just let me know what you've thought.